0: Hello and welcome to the McCalla Cast. Uh, what a week in college football! Uh, always great news when the number one falls, um, which we'll talk about more in a second, of course. Um, but yeah, let's just uh, let's just get it started. Kind of uh, recap some of the, the college football. Um, that we saw this past weekend, um, and we'll we'll just start with uh, Georgia and Auburn. Um, I think it's a uh, a good game to start on. Georgia handled Auburn pretty easily, thirty-four to ten. Um, they just keep looking like the best team in the nation right now, and it's sick. <laughs>
1: I mean, their defense just looks insane. Like at the beginning of the game, I was like, "Ooh, Auburn up 3 0 and you know, Auburn fans were like, "Oh my gosh, we have a chance." And then Georgia was like, no, you don't. They made some good second-half adjustments and came out.
0: What I found interesting about the game was afterwards, Bo Nix said that Georgia might have got some calls that Auburn never gets, but how quickly he forgets that Penn State lost a down when they were playing Auburn. Um, So, yeah, you you know, if you're going to come out and blame referees to begin with, you are already know, you know, you're probably already lost, so – um, yeah, and then Georgia, we'll I think talk about later. Maybe I don't know. Uh, they play Kentucky this weekend, uh, and you know Georgia seems like they're just gonna keep on rolling. So
1: it'll be a good matchup for sure. I, think I mean, hey, fingers offense. fingers crossed. I mean, hey, like, number one
0: goes know. down two weeks in a row. Uh, we'll officially know. slap two thousand seven <laughs> on the season. <laughs> um, Iowa, who is ranked number three, came back to beat Penn State. Um, they were ranked four. They won twenty three twenty. Um, and now Iowa has has the easiest path to the Big Ten title game. Um, they're playing in um, a much weaker division than, than Penn State is. Penn State still will have to play uh, the Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State gauntlet. Um, but Penn State now carries a conference loss going into that. Um, so how do you think that might shake up?
1: You know, I think – Like we said last week, this game boiled down to defense. And obviously they scored more than I thought they would. But you can't have a quarterback throwing. Two interceptions with zero TDs and only 146 yards. Sean Clifford didn't look that good in his Iowa's defense, and that's why Iowa won. But I think Penn State, I don't think they make the playoffs. I think they beat Ohio State. But I don't think Oklahoma is going to lose from here on out, which we'll talk about them, obviously, later. But I think the four that are in right now, top four, are a lock. I think those four we're going to see in the playoffs. I think that's our four.
0: Um, yeah, well, to go to your point, to Sean Clifford, he did go out with uh, an injury. So, he, like you said, his stat line wasn't great. But, you know, who knows how um... – The rest of the night would have shaped up for him had he um, stayed healthy. Injuries were a problem for Penn State. Uh, Just off the top of my head, I remember four players going down, um, which received booze from Iowa fans. James Franklin didn't really like that too much, but it did seem convenient the times when Penn State players um, left with injury. Um, And, you know, you go out with injury and you're back in the next play, like, uh, yeah, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Um but yeah I, th- I thought the Iowa secondary was was dominant um the defense is, is just rolling for Iowa they had four interceptions um and and I I think is a solid lock for the, for the Big 10 champion uh playing whoever comes out of that uh messy East Division we were talking about <laughs> um speaking of Oklahoma uh they beat Texas in a pretty high scoring game 55-48 um In fact, though, that game was 28-7 Texas after the first quarter. Like, Texas looked like they were just going to run all over I felt good because I was like, I've been down all season on predictions, man. I'm going to get it right. (laughs) Yeah, I needed needed something. And so I I felt pretty good. And then uh, Caleb Williams replaces (laughs) Spencer Rattler. Uh, Congratulations, Oklahoma fans. You got what you wanted. Uh, Spencer Rattler had an interception and a lost fumble uh, and got benched in the second quarter. Um, And then, yeah, Caleb Williams went off 212 yards, two touchdowns. Um, But Casey Thomas had a hell of a game, too. Casey Thompson, uh, 388 yards and five touchdowns, two of those to Xavier Worthy, who I don't know why I didn't have him on the radar, but after that game is definitely on my radar of of big-time players to watch. Um, He was consistently getting open and and allowing Casey Thompson to make plays, so uh, it was fun to watch him play.
1: Yeah, and like we said last week, I mean, we knew it would be an offensive game. Very heavily offensive. I didn't expect Texas to come out as bold as they did in the first quarter. I mean, I was like, wow, I couldn't have been more wrong. But then Oklahoma's coach made an excellent decision and put in Caleb Williams, which I think is going to be their starting quarterback from here on out. And I say that lightly because it's Spencer Rattler. I'm sure they may him another chance. Could have just been a rough game. But Spencer Rattler hasn't looked as good as we thought he would this season. And his Heisman shot, his Heisman hopes in the dumps, Kel Williams looked really good coming in, not really any experiments.
0: Yeah, Lincoln Riley's is not um, locked in on, on who the starter will be going forward. Uh, I probably expect them to um, split reps for the time being, uh, see if any, any of them can shake out to be a clear starter. Uh, maybe Spencer Rattler. You know, fixes the things he's been struggling with, and, and becomes that quarterback that was so highly touted in the preseason. Or Caleb Williams says it's my time. Steps up and just continues to to outperform Spencer Rattler and, and take the starting position from him. But um, if that were to be the case, look out for uh, Spencer Rattler's transfer to wherever he wants to go. <laughs>
1: yeah. How do you feel about him? Uh, gosh, he after their win, he didn't celebrate with the team. He walked to the bus and left early. How did? You were in your his position. what would you do? Do you think do you blame him?
0: Well, I think that's a good way to lose a team because you know you're supposed to be the leader and and the at the end of the day, your team winning is all that matters like it's a team sport. Your individual stats are great and and people like you and I will talk about them and tout them and 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 things like that. but if your team is not winning games. And you might be a reason of that. Now, granted, Oklahoma's not lost a game yet, but, you know, a 28-7 first quarter s- tends to seem like the trend might be you might lose that game. Um, and, and so if you're not willing to put yourself second so your team wins, then, you know, you're you're opening yourself up to lose the locker room. Like, there are at least 21 other guys who put their heart out onto the field during that game. Who who need to see that leader step up? And honestly, you want you don't want to ride the team bus. You want to leave your team stranded. Makes it a lot easier for Caleb Williams to win the locker room and uh, the teammates to say we don't want Spencer Rattler. So,
1: yeah, I for sure agree. I definitely would have lost. I did lose respect for him when he did that. I understand you're trying to go to the NFL. You're trying to play professionally. I get it. But man, you gotta support your team, especially in a big win like this that put him in the four spot. So, I was really shocked to see
0: that. Um, I still think they may be a little uh, overrated, but we'll see as the season shakes out. Um, Michigan, ranked number nine, barely edged Nebraska. Let me say this about Nebraska, okay? They have four losses, but three of those losses were to top 25 teams by 12 combined points. Like, I feel like Nebraska's a really close team to being, like, push the edge a little bit similarly to Tennessee Tennessee for so long has been bad they had a year where they didn't win a conference game lost to Vandy with Josh Heupel you can see the offense kind of you know clicking better I think Nebraska and Tennessee have a lot of similarities and both of them seem to be trending although they're three and four in the right direction because as you can see here lost to uh Oklahoma 23-16 that's seven points lost to Michigan State 23-20, that's three points, and then lost to Michigan, uh, who was ranked 9, 32-29, another three points. And actually, the Michigan State game went into overtime. So, you know, they're right there. You know, any change in momentum or swing of one different play could change any of those outcomes. So uh, I will look forward to see how how Nebraska closes out their season, um, playing some some what should be wins, in my opinion, against teams like Purdue and uh, Minnesota, maybe Wisconsin, and then we'll see how they if they can uh, make that difference playing Ohio State and Iowa to close the season. so
1: Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how they step up their game against these last two ranked opponents, like you said, Ohio State, Iowa, because under Scott Frost, 0-10 against ranked opponents. And he may be the difference to getting them to be able to go to the next level and beat a ranked opponent.
0: Well, I mean, he had so much hype coming in. I mean, you see what he did with UCF and and their 2017 title claim, but he's just not been able to replicate that at Nebraska yet. Um, a lot of people probably, um, especially Nebraska fans, upset with his uh, inability to to get over the hump. But, you know, 13 combined points over uh, three games is not bad for losing to top teams.
1: Yeah, I agree. And like you said, from UCF. Where's hypo from? UCF. I can understand why they're very similar teams. Yep. But I'm not sold on hypo yet. His offense is great. Don't get me wrong. But here's where it gets serious in their season. And so this week and the next weeks, we'll really see if Tennessee is trending in well, the yeah, direction. Yeah, and,
0: and, and for Tennessee's sake, I think, you know, people don't like the moral victories thing, but like, There is some moral victory to be had if you can keep games close. I mean, it may hurt to not win games and shit, but, like, you were getting blown out in prior seasons. Like, not even close. Why even show up to the stadium? You know what's going to happen. At least now.
1: Georgia Georgia State, State, yeah. I mean, But
0: now you have something to look forward to, at least. A competitive game. They're going to go out there. They're going to try. And, yeah, like you said, the offense trending – could, could get some help from defense, but, you know, first year, that takes time to build. And especially coming off of, of what, in my opinion, was a messy situation after um, the, the whole yeah, yeah McDonald's, McDonald's bag scandal. Bag. So, I mean, no telling where they go, but um, I think they're turning up, so we'll see. Uh, yikes to BYU. Boise State beat them 26-17. Cincinnati's now the only hope for the group of five to make the playoffs. Um, like we said last week, they're in a good position to do it. They just got to hold on. But BYU, what are you doing, man? They can't. I
1: mean, <laughs> every season they they get a good upset, they get ranked, and then they just like they just blow it. Yeah. <laughs> like you have like not that they're gonna a playoff team, but like.
0: Well, I mean, there the, were whispers.
1: I mean, I mean, if they keep winning, why not? But. They, yeah. They lost to Boise State. <laughs> like, yeah, it's every year they lose to some team. Yeah, you
0: know? not not to take anything away from Boise State, but they are no Ohio State or no Alabama. Or, yeah, yeah no, you, no. you just it's, can't it's, lose it's, to them and expect a playoff spot. Don't smart. they
1: have the Blue and Orange Field?
0: They have the Blue Field, yeah. The
1: Blue Field, yeah. They lost to
0: the Boise State. <laughs> it was at BYU, though, and so they didn't have uh, well, They didn't well, even well. get that excuse. Well, okay, well. <laughs> it
1: sucks for them not even to get the experience of playing on a Blue
0: Field. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ole Miss beat Arkansas 52 51. Um, I don't love the call at the end of the game uh from Sam Pittman to go for two. Uh KJ Jefferson put together a nice closing drive, uh scored. Kick a field goal and go to overtime, man. Like I as a longtime former player of NCAA, I love the decision to go for two. <laughs> as a person who looks and says, your job rests on getting ranked wins and stuff, kick the field goal and go to overtime. Give yourself the best opportunity. So, double-edged sword. I didn't love the decision. Um, Would have done it in a video game, but we're not <laughs> playing video games.
1: No, and especially with, like, that high of a scoring game, you're really just going to be like, ah, go for two, win it all. Well, and especially when you have the momentum
0: going but, into that. And the way K.J. Jefferson played. He had 326 yards, three passing touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns, all with one interception. Like, dude was playing out of his mind. Your offense was humming. You matched Ole Miss's, um what they score with, like, three minutes left in the game, you came back, you matched it, you know, you can score. So it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't understand in my like personally, but you know, maybe he was just thinking that they had had a good play and could uh, execute, but that was not the case. Um, one name I would like to shout out though is Snoop Connor. He had 110 rushing yards and three touchdowns for Ole Miss. Um, that was uh, a big game for him. Um, I know a lot of uh, the attention goes on Matt Corral, who drew for two passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, is a legit quarterback. Um, but that was a good rushing uh, game from, from Snoop Connor. So, uh, yeah, we're going to shout him out. Uh, number 14, Notre Dame, barely escaped Virginia Tech 32-29. Uh, Jack Cohn was replaced in the second quarter by Tyler Buckner. It looks like there's another qu- quarterback controversy after uh, how high we are how high we were on Jack Cohn uh, at the beginning of the season, and now he's fighting for his job again.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think unlike the situation at Oklahoma, I think Jack Cone will end up getting the starting position back. Uh, he was really humble about it in his uh, interview that I saw and acknowledged that he had a bad game. I think they're going to stick with him, but it shows that, hey, I'm not afraid to pull I starting quarterback who's done great all season and put it in. Cough, cough, damn Mullen. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna <laughs> uh, keep mentioning it. So, I mean, I, I appreciate the calls from Notre Dame and Oklahoma this week and going with a different quarterback, and it resulted in a win for both of them. Yeah. And saved my parlay. Thank you.
0: <laughs> um, last game we're going to recap uh, for college football is perhaps the biggest one of the weekend unranked Texas A&M beats number one Alabama 41-38
1: wait what I'm <laughs> I was like wait, wait a minute that,
0: there's no chance to skip by you um yeah I mean we knew vul- Alabama may be vulnerable after the, the two point win to a now two loss Florida but I mean to lose to Texas A&M who
1: just lost to Mississippi State <laughs> yeah
0: have, have losses to, to Mississippi State and Auburn I believe no Arkansas um I think Fisher earned his raise right there, Got making $9 million a year, and he may have earned it all in that game. Uh, first Saban assistant to, uh, to, to beat Saban. So.
1: And Zach Calzada, after looking terrible all season, throws three TDs for 285 yards, only one interception, against an Alabama defense who has looked great all year. I mean, to come in in your first year never playing a snap in college football until this year, and then beat Alabama. Coming in that last drive to put them downfield injured. T- tip of the hat to you, dude. Like,
0: and then putting them in position for that game-winning field goal that for a second look wide enough. Oh,
1: yeah. Was, I don't even want to watch a highlight video <laughs> ever again of that field goal. Like, my heart leapt out of my chest because I was like, oh, my gosh, over time.
0: There would have been no better Texas A&M moment to define Texas A&M football then a missed field goal, Alabama to get possession in overtime, score, and Texas A&M unable to reciprocate. Like oh, that, that's especially just Especially this season? Yeah, that epitomizes Texas A&M football. So uh, good for them to to get out of that hump. Um, Alabama remains number one in the West, uh, but they are vulnerable, as we can tell, uh, and they have Arkansas and Auburn to close their season. So um, may not be their only loss.
1: Yeah. But I just want to go ahead and apologize on Texas a ms behalf to Mississippi State next week who Alabama plays. Oh, man, that's going to be a blowout. Like, Mississippi State is going to get destroyed.
0: Unless they don't.
1: Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mississippi – I mean, hey, they're air-raid. Yeah, hey, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to shut really the door on them yet, yeah, but, I mean, Nick Saban went into that locker room. Furious. First time ever losing to an assistant? Furious. Mm.
0: Hey, the Pirates going to do it. <laughs> Um, new new AP roll AP poll ranking couldn't get that one out. That's a tongue twister. Uh, top four: number one Georgia, number two Iowa, number three Cincinnati, and number four Oklahoma. We alluded to some of these, um, and that's your playoff lot.
1: Yes, after Georgia gets through the Florida game, I, that's the only one I'm worried about. I really think they're going to beat Kentucky. Although Kentucky's offense has looked really good all season. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't see, I don't see any of them dropping a game. Maybe Iowa if something happens, but
0: well, Iowa I will have to play um, either Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, or Michigan State again. Yes. Whoever uh, wins that division, I can, see, Big I 10. can see them dropping the um, game. But I, I honestly think Ohio State will still win the Eastern Division of the Big Ten, and I think they could be Iowa. Uh, only because you know the talent disparity alone is is enough to to get you wins, um, so that could shake some things up. I don't think Oklahoma is invulnerable. Uh, I think they are fluke at number four. To be honest, um, I think as soon as they play a, a team outside the Big Twelve, they're going to get going to get stomped pretty, what play? pretty bad.
1: What's I wonder what their remaining.
0: Uh, I'm not sure their remaining schedule. We'll get that pulled up. Um, yeah, I mean. TCU, Kansas, yeah. Texas I mean, Tech. maybe
1: Baylor and Oklahoma State. Um, There's always a chance. Yeah,
0: but for me though, Baylor's Baylor's going to be happy if, with their season if they make the top 25 by the end of it. I don't see them as a, a legitimate threat to to beat Oklahoma. Oklahoma State could. Um, but I mean, Oklahoma last year, who was it? Kansas State they lost to yeah. out of nowhere yeah. like
1: 41-35 I think.
0: It can happen any given week, but their schedule so far, I i just not sold on it. Um, so I, I think uh, it'll be. It would suck to get them into the playoffs just to get destroyed again like every other year. Sure. Um, Cincinnati still has to win out a fairly uh, manageable schedule for them, but you know weird things do happen. So you know I, I I I just don't see a playoff where Alabama or Ohio State don't sneak their way back in. So whatever way that that happens, because again Georgia will have to play Alabama in the SEC championship game if. Things go the way they're going now, Um, so more opportunities for teams to lose or teams get pushed out, so it'll be a fun end to the season for sure. Um, But like we were saying um, in prior weeks, the SEC has been vying for two teams in, but now Big Ten's got five teams in the top ten, and they could do what SEC's done in the past year and get uh, two Big Ten teams. Uh, teams in which, which is crazy you know yeah Iowa goes undefeated loses to Ohio State in the um, Big Ten championship game there's no reason Iowa and, Big, and Ohio State shouldn't get in Ohio State's only lost to Oregon Iowa's only lost to Ohio State I mean it's not it, it's been done so we know it can be done it's just a matter of uh, the Big Ten getting the same treatment SEC gets so uh, that'll be another have to wait and see um Two ranked games this week. Uh, number twelve Oklahoma State plays twenty five Texas. Texas is a minus five and a half point favorite um, after their loss to Oklahoma. Um, I will say this game. This game can very greatly benefit Oklahoma uh, if Texas beats Oklahoma State. It, it makes a much easier path to the Big Twelve champion um, for Oklahoma. Um, and to be honest, I don't really see a way Oklahoma State wins this game. Um, FBI gives Texas a 78.4% chance to win. Uh, their offense has been hot. Like I said, Xavier Worthy, uh, Bijan Robinson, um, big threats to Oklahoma State's defense that I, I don't think they stop. So
1: uh, I agree, especially coming off the game against Oklahoma this week. I don't think there's any way Oklahoma State pulls out a win. I think Casey Thompson looks too good, and if he can continue this, He'll be a top quarterback um, in the years to come because he's what, sophomore? First year, sophomore?
0: Uh, I'm not sure. Um, While well, we figure that out. Uh, number 11, Kentucky at number one, Georgia. We've uh, alluded to a couple times. Georgia is a 23.5 point favorite, um, which tells me the odds maker have absolutely no faith in Kentucky and why should they? uh FPI, FPI gives Georgia a ninety five point four percent chance to win. Um so you know miracles happen but I wouldn't be putting your money on it. I
1: mean for one against eleven, that is such a widespread, honestly. I mean that I don't I don't think Georgia wins by that much. I'm going to be honest, I think Kentucky keeps it within two touchdowns. That's what I, I personally what I think just I don't Georgia's defense is really good, but they haven't played anybody like Kentucky yet. So,
0: I disagree. I think I, I don't I don't know if uh, uh Georgia covers, but I think it'll be over two touchdowns. Um I think 21 points is fair. Uh Georgia just got too much talent for Kentucky. I mean, even Florida was was out-talenting Kentucky, but just killed themselves with penalties and stuff. Like there there's not a single five-star on Kentucky's roster. Um, they're going to be playing in Georgia, a hostile environment between the hedges. Um, it, and I think it's going to be a very bad day for Kentucky as they get pulled back into uh, reality. Um, but yeah, now that the doom and gloom of the Wildcat season's upon them, let's move <laughs> over to the NFL. Uh, the Rams beat the Seahawks 26-17. A uh, good game for them to uh, keep pushing up the uh, NFC West standings. Um, Russell Wilson got hurt Was replaced by Geno Smith um, Looks like he'll be out several weeks To a uh, torn ligament In his finger um, Had to actually get a screw in it To, to um, heal um, I don't love Just like the Arkansas game I don't love the Seahawks uh, Late game decisions um, They chose to kick a field goal Down 9 points with 2 minutes And 45 seconds left in the 4th quarter um, they were fourth and ten on the Rams' fourteen yard line, and you know fourth and ten—it's a long way to go. But you know you're there to win games, not you know keep the spread close. <laughs> you you gotta you gotta throw to the end zone with with three minutes left. Geno Smith—I mean, didn't look great, but didn't look Geno Smith as we remember from the Jets. Um, won't definitely won't be a replacement for Russell Wilson, but should be serviceable until he gets back. Um, but yeah, I think you trust them. You throw it up, see what happens, and and if you lose, you say at least we tried. Like Google didn't do you anything. Um, but I will say, depending on how ba- how long Russ is out, Seahawks might be in some trouble, especially playing in the NFC West. Their defense sucks.
1: Their defense is so bad and they should they should have one of the best defenses in my uh, opinion. It's,
0: it's it's terrible. Uh Russ will be obviously unable to, to man the offense, so you could expect reasonably a points deduction from what they would typically score. Uh you can pr- expect less productivity. So yeah, they uh they need Russ back stat, but no word on how long he will be out for, so
1: yeah, nothing against Geno Smith, but
0: yeah, he's not Russell's. It's, it's, yeah. He's
1: not russell and, and it's Geno Smith. I mean, there's nothing super special about the guy. He didn't look terrible against the, C- uh, against the Rams when he came in, but they are the worst team in the NFC West right now, yeah. no doubt.
0: Yeah, uh, especially with the way they're trending with injuries and, and their defense. Yeah, there's no question. Um, the Eagles beat the Panthers 21-18. Uh, pretty pretty – uh, disappointing game from Sam Darnold, 177 yards, a touchdown and three interceptions. Uh, Carolina led the whole game until uh, a Jalen Hurts rushing touchdown with less than three minutes left in the fourth quarter. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, I think the Eagles might be a little underrated. Like, don't have the best record, but they beat the Panthers and killed the Falcons, which the the Panthers win was was an impressive win for them. And their only losses, their three losses, are to the 49ers, Cowboys, and Chiefs. And although the chiefs now have a losing record are still a legit team. Like their defense could, could step up a little bit to help the offense out. Um, the Cowboys are, are a trending team. The 49ers are a decent team. So, uh, I think the, uh, Eagles might be a little underrated and they still play fairly light schedule in the NFC East. So, um, I would like to see how they, how they finish their season. Um, the Panthers' defense play well, but without Christian McCaffrey, they're just not able to do it on offense.
1: No, and this is the first week we've seen Sam Darnold really, like, struggle and honestly crumble in the pocket. I mean, I saw I saw old Sam Darnold who played for the Jets. I didn't see Sam Darnold for the past few weeks who, with confidence in the pocket, would throw the ball.
0: So, Well, there is good news. I think McCaffrey should be back this week. Um and so that that balance attack will will suit Darnold much better because teams will will not be selling out to stop the pass because now you have to to worry about a legitimate run threat. So um, I would expect a, a little bit cleaner of a pocket this weekend. Um, hopefully he gets back to to playing well because you know I enjoy the the difference he of a quarterback he's been since leaving uh, the Jets. Um, the Packers beat the Bengals in overtime, 25-22. Missed field goal, missed field goal, miss field goal, miss field goal, miss field goal, <laughs> miss field goal. Just to give you an idea of how many missed field goals we watched, there was five. Um, really bad kicking, to, to be honest, b- between Evan McPherson and uh, Mason Crosby. Um,
1: but then what did the Packers do? Set him back out. And he did it. <laughs> right? he
0: did it. I mean, yeah.
1: How do you – okay, if I'm a kicker, I missed three in a row that could win me the game and an extra point, but I, I'm i begging Coach not to send me back out yeah,
0: there. Especially with Aaron Rodgers.
1: Well, oh, yeah. Like, my confidence is – which, to put it in perspective, Mason Crosby had only missed in the previous two seasons two field goals. He missed three in that one game and an extra point.
0: I uh, I think the Bengals are, have surprised me this season. They, they held it close to, with the Packers. Burrow needs to play safer for sure. He got a throat contusion on uh, trying to lower his shoulder and 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 take a hit. Needs to slide. Um, <laughs> but 281 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions for Burrow. Not his best game, but you know the big takeaway is protect yourself because you can't win games or play games if if you're hurt. So uh, needs to learn the the baseball slide stat. Um, but big huge game,
1: huge game from Devonta Adams. Also, I just want to yeah. say,
0: big news broke last night as we were watching uh, Monday Night Football. Um, we're going to coincide that with the Bears beating the Raiders twenty to nine. But what overshadows that now is is John Gruden no longer the coach for the Raiders after a slew of you know uh, bad language. To be honest, you stuff you shouldn't be saying. Stuff that's not appropriate especially in today's day and age. Um, you know, you want more information on that, go to Sports or Sports Center or ESPN, they're they cover that more. But all that aside, looking at just his absence from the team, it's really bad for the Raiders. Like, I think it may have been worse if they kept him and, and had that that locker room dissent. But this was a team that surprised I think both of us. Throughout the season so far, and and now they're in the midst of all this controversy. Uh, no head coach named. Well, they named an interim head coach. I'm not sure what his name was. Um, it's
1: the assistant. It was the assistant. The group. Um, yeah, okay. I, I can't remember his
0: name. Pas- Pascal or something like that. Um, but yeah, so so they don't have a favorable schedule either to 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 end the season. They they play a lot of tough teams. Um, so I, I could easily see their season being derailed by this, which is unfortunate um, and unacceptable, to be honest, if you're John Gruden. Um,
1: yeah, and I can't help but think that kind of – because, you know, the first part of the email about, you know, the racist emails that he sent back in 2011 when they got released. That was before the game. Um, I think it was Friday night. So you can't help but think going into that game, the team was a little uneasy. Like, yeah. They were like – Oh, uh, what's going on with our coach? Like, what what happened? And then these other emails read, like, it would have been for sure worse had he stayed, um, just as a team dynamic. But man, in the AFC West this year, losing a coach like that who was in his fourth year of a 10 year contract, man.
0: Should have never gotten that contract Should've, to begin with. No,
1: not that long. You
0: and, uh, Appreciation to Austin for pulling up the the new head coach Rich Bisaccia. Uh he'll be taking over um until they find a replacement, a permanent replacement for Gruden. So uh yeah. Not really much to say about the game. Um
1: Bears defense looks like Bears defense finally.
0: Yeah, but uh yeah, big big news this week. Um moving on, the Chargers beat the Browns forty seven to forty two. Uh Herbert played his Best game of the season so far. Four touchdowns, uh, passing, and one rushing touchdown. Uh, I'm going to say it. Chargers are trending hot right now. Hot. I'm so (laughs)
1: excited. Nothing makes me happier.
0: Uh, They get a good test this week, though. They get to play uh, Mr. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Plus three. three. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was a comeback performance, though. 26 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, The Browns... Led 27-21 at the end of the third. Um, so, yeah, a lot, a lot of production in that fourth quarter to, to win the game, which is promising for a team that, you know, wants to go into the playoffs. you got to be able to play any kind of, kind of football from in front, from behind. You know, you got You got to be able to, to cover those those deficits. They obviously can do it, um, which is promising. Uh, the Browns' run game was solid with Hunt and Chubb splitting reps. That's uh, – uh, a good combo out of uh, Cleveland, especially in that North Division, that'll be that'll be very helpful for uh, Baker Mayfield as the season goes on to have that run support that a lot of quarterbacks don't have.
1: Yeah, it's really tough to defend that too because you've got one who's really fast who can just accelerate. Probably one of the most has one of the, Kareem Hunt probably has one of the highest acceleration rates in the NFL. I would dare to say, but Nick Chubb's a little bigger. Still can run decent, a little bigger, harder to tackle. I mean, you put both those in there, it's really hard, I think, to play the running game against both of them. And the Browns are doing a really good job splitting reps and using them. So
0: Yeah, I was, I'm surprised at how well they're, they've been splitting reps. Um, the Cardinals beat the 49ers, another NFC West game, 17-10, to kind of a low scoring game for the Cardinals. Uh, but they stay unbeaten. Uh, 49ers, like we said, did a good job on offense, but Trey Lance came up with a uh, sprained knee um, during the game. So not sure what his status is. I don't think they release released anything, um, which is also not good for the 49ers if if they were hoping to use him for the remainder of the season. Um, maybe a redshirt year for him if, if injury troubles persist, but uh, that's all to be determined at this point. They'll be sitting with the Seahawks down in the in the <laughs> bottom of the division for a minute. Um, the Bills uh, beat the Chiefs thirty eight to twenty Sunday night. The Bills defense was good.
1: It's it's crazy. Like who who's on the Bills? I...
0: They shut two teams out already. Like,
1: nobody. Like <laughs> I, like I I've lost to the Bills defense in fantasy twice now in two different leagues. Yeah. I just I who would have expected the Bills defense to be as good with. offense.
0: Yeah, the offense has not scored less than 35 points in the past four weeks. Uh, Completely different team than the team that lost to the Steelers in week one. Uh, They shook the rust off quick. Uh, Pat Mahomes threw for two touchdowns and two interceptions, interceptions, but Josh Allen had 315 yards, three touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. Uh, Trying to put his stamp on uh, an MVP season, it looks like. Um, Overall, I could see them playing again, to be honest. Later on in the season, AFC Championship game, always a always a uh, factor when when you're talking about the, the Chiefs in recent years, um, they need to turn it around. They need to to start attacking some wins, man. Like especially um,
1: now that uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire went down. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I didn't see much out of Josh Gordon. I would have liked them to see. I mean, if you're gonna sign him as well, like, I didn't do. even think he was gonna play. But, yeah, I was surprised. I, mean, he's, I was he's, I, like, t- you gotta use him more. So
0: um apologies uh the Steelers beat the Broncos 27-19 uh in that game Juju uh I guess tore his shoulder all to pieces trying to take a hit uh will likely be out for the rest of the season after surgery to repair that Uh, but the best game by Roethlisberger so far 253 yards and two touchdowns not his old numbers but Serviceable if you're the Steelers who are just trying to get uh, Dwayne Haskins his redshirt year. <laughs> because um, in all uh, all the word out of Pittsburgh right now says it's Roethlisberger's last year likely so.
1: At least for Pittsburgh it's going to be his year.
0: Well, who's going to sign him?
1: God, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the <them>. Jets? <laughs> I
0: don't
1: know. But don't get me wrong that pass to uh, Deontay Johnson this week was one of the best I've seen from him in a while. So Hats off to him. Still not sold on him being a good quarterback, but...
0: Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, And then the Monday night football game this week, the Ravens come back to beat the Colts 31-25 in overtime. Uh, Can you read Jackson's stat line for me, please?
1: (laughs) (sighs) Lamar Jackson. 37 for 43. Four of those were not his fault. 442 yards. And four TDs all passing.
0: It's hmm. really good numbers for running back, and huh? Pretty good, pretty good numbers. I, mean, <laughs> I wouldn't
1: expect that normally running back, but they used to really well this week, I will say. Which, if, to put it in perspective, running this week, I don't know if it was the Colts line or what, he had 62 yards running. Josh Allen had 59. Mahomes had 61.
0: It just, right just wasn't the right week. wasn't the right, right <laughs> run, you know, yeah. You no?
1: Know, um, you know, I, I really am just speechless on the game. Colts could have won by three. so I said uh, last well, night at the beginning. They
0: they got a blocked field goal and a miss by Blankenship in the fourth, leaving six off the board. So, um, I mean, there's your win right there. There's
1: my win right there. But, as for Lamar Jackson, I have a fat head of him on my door. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I, it was a great game. And I hate. Uh, I'm a big hater on Lamar Jackson. I don't I, – I hope all the best for him. I hope this season goes well. I don't see them going to the AFC Championship this year. Uh, yeah, AFC Championship this year. I yeah. think it's a really – I mean, in this game, like you said, this this week against the Chargers, is going to be a really good game to kind of gauge where both those teams are at.
0: But Oh, imagine if Jackson puts up more MVP numbers than the Chargers. <laughs>
1: No, our defense is too good. <laughs> All right, we'll see. I'm, um, I really am scared. But
0: and that's not a takeaway from Wentz. He had a pretty good game too. 402 yards, two touchdowns. Um, but it was the Mark Andrews show in the fourth quarter. Uh, he had two touchdowns and two two point conversion receptions. Um, it's weird that he's probably the best receiving threat the Ravens have. Imagine the Ravens with a wide receiver core such as Kansas City or Tampa Bay. Or um, I don't know off the top of my head, but <laughs> <laughs> Seattle, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett—that um, could be real dangerous. Um, so the last last thing anyone wants right now is is see the Ravens draft some uh, some good wide receiver targets coming out of this draft this year. It is the
1: last thing I want to see
0: right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, because yeah, if they do that. With Lamar Jackson's threat to run, it, you're just not gonna stop the offense. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with this year's draft, especially with uh, you know, a couple couple of good wide receiver targets in college right now. John Mechie, uh from Alabama, um Xavier Worthy out of Texas. I'm gonna keep saying that because do blew my mind. Uh
1: fantastic awesome game.
0: Traylon Burks yeah. looks really good this season. Um, so you know, there's some options out there. Um Let's preview this week's games a little bit. The chargers are at the Ravens. Like we said, the Ravens right now are a minus three favorite, uh, and have a 58.6% chance to win. According to FBI. Uh, who do you got? No homer pick.
1: Chargers plus three. That's that, baby. <laughs> do they win or do they just cover?
0: They win. Okay.
1: They win. I, I really think based off last week, the Browns have a great, they honestly have a great defense. Um, And Herbert found a way to get around that. Mike Williams on the deep ball looks really good. I don't think the Ravens can cover that. Um, Their defense defense against the Colts last night wasn't bad. Carson Wentz had a great game. But against a dominant Chargers offense right now, it's really going to be a close game and come down to, can the Ravens stop Justin Herbert? Can the Chargers stop Lamar Jackson?
0: Yeah, I I also have the, the Chargers to win. I liked Lamar Jackson's performance, but I, I do think the Chargers as a whole are really hot right now. Um and I, I see them continuing to win, so um not my best bet, but I do see Chargers And winning. without
1: with for the Ravens, without a dominant run game, like don't get me wrong don't get me wrong, Lamar Jackson has likes he runs really fast. He's got great moves. But you gotta have a dominant run game, I think, to aid him. You're not going to be able to throw for 400 plus yards every week.
0: Um, Packers are at the Bears this week. Packers are a minus four and a half uh, point favorite. Um, the Bears only losses are to the Browns and Rams, which are, are solid teams. Um, Packers have a 60.2% chance to win. What you got in this one?
1: I think it depends on who's quarterback. I saw Justin Fields hyper extended his knee, got hit pretty hard. I don't know what that looks like for him going into this week. I think the Packers offense is gonna be good enough to beat the Bears. I don't know if they cover. I absolutely wouldn't after they just covered the Bengals. I wouldn't say they'll cover that, but I think they're gonna win. I mean it's Aaron Rodgers. Um so
0: Yeah, the uh I have the Packers to win. I think Bears will cover. Uh, I think it'll be a close game. Um especially at Bears. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a tough game for sure. Um, hopefully it doesn't come down for, to a field goal for the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Cardinals are at the Browns. The Browns, surprisingly, are a minus two-and-a-half-point favorite, or surprising in my opinion. Uh, Cleveland also has a 51.8% chance to win, according to FPI, so should be a pretty close game. Um, I have the Cardinals to win in this one. Um, uh, nothing really. I, I think they're two similarly matched teams. I just – Gut goes with the Cardinals on this one.
1: Yeah, I think it's literally almost an exact matchup from the Chargers-Browns to Cardinals-Browns. You're going to see two really heavily offensive teams. The Browns have a decent defense. Cardinals got a great line, so that could come into play against um, Chubb and Hunt. But I don't know why they have Cleveland favored, honestly.
0: And if the Browns' defense can play as well as the 49ers did last week, they held them to the Cardinals at 17 points. So it is possible to slow them down. It's just a matter of if they can. Um, another game this week, Raiders at Broncos. Uh, after the departure of John Gruden, Broncos minus three and a half point favorite uh, and are given a 63% chance to win according to FPI. Uh, I, I could be completely wrong, but I'm going to take Broncos to win and cover. I just think something like this is is – in my opinion, impossible to have an impact on the team. Um, so I, I could expect this to be a sloppy game from the Raiders if they don't come in focused. So we'll see how, how they handle that.
1: I'm going to take Raiders, actually. I think the Broncos, their first three wins, some of the weakest teams. I think I was overestimating them in the beginning and like, oh, okay, they meant no. They lost the Steelers, um, they lost the Ravens, which is the Ravens just showed how good they were. But they lost the Steelers. I think the Raiders, now that Gruden's gone, are going to be able to focus on their team, focus on themselves. Yeah, it's going to be different. It's going to be tough. But, I mean, they're no... uh... Adversity isn't unique to them. They faced it several times. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see. It's a good AFC West matchup. I think the Raiders win.
0: Uh, and then the last game we'll look at is Bills at Titans. Bills are a minus five and a half point favorite. Um, Buffalo's also got a seventy two point three percent chance to win. If that uh, helps you uh, make your decision, who <laughs> you got?
1: Oh, Bills! And they cover. Oh, they cover five and a half. That's it. <laughs>
0: Monday Night Football too, so it'll be oh, a prime yes. time game. That's
1: gonna be great.
0: Yeah, I think Bills win. Cover defense will shut the Titans down completely. Uh, And you're just not going to stop the Bills' offense right now. So uh, I think it'll be, for all intents and purposes, a bloodbath (laughs) in Nashville this weekend. Um, But let's move on to the next segment. Because finally, finally, I got one right. (laughs) The, uh, The Titans destroyed the Jags last week. So I think we're both, what, one... Correct I mean, guess was a piece. Was a yeah, that's like, fair. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what one for four and one for you, and then one and five for me. Something like yeah, that. Something like that. I got. So we got, got another chance to tack another win on the board. Uh, you already mentioned yours. Do you have anything else to add to that, or you just want to reiterate?
1: I'm personally not betting on my team because I think you don't mix. Money with pleasure because that often goes wrong, and it'll just make the game even worse if they lose. If I were, Bucks over Eagles, my official best bet bet: Bucks over Eagles minus six and a half, easy.
0: Looks like the line seven now. You still oh, take seven, it? Seven. I'm still taking that. All right, you could push. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll take, <laughs> take one, yeah, tie, one tie, two. Ties or wins to um, I'm going to take the Bengals minus three and a half over the Lions. Ooh. Lions are trash. I don't know why the <laughs> Lions this close. I, I, look, I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. Like the oh, Lions are bad. They're, like,
1: uh, but are they better than the Jacks?
0: It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> the Bengals look good after this win. The Green Bay, they're gonna want to add another uh, W to that column. I think they're gonna want to do it in, in spectacular fashion. Um, again, we'll see if Burrow um, any lingering injuries from last week, but you know. It's Lions. They're terrible this year. <laughs> I mean, I just don't see any way that they don't just win by three ball. and a half. You don't yeah. have to do much. Yeah, it's just not going to happen for me. So, there you go. Um, waiver wire this week. What you got?
1: I have a feeling like we're going to be on the same link. Because um, I personally need this guy in my lineup this week due to an injury. Darrell Williams for the Chiefs. That's who I've got to go with. I mean, losing Clyde edwards layer you're gonna need a dominant run game and Darrell Williams have stepped up. Darrell Williams has stepped up before and they're playing the Washington football team. So I'm going with Darrell Williams this week.
0: Um I've already put a waiver claim in for my waiver wire pick of the week. Uh Devontae Booker, running back for the Giants. Uh Barkley, surprise, surprise, injured again. <laughs> um really sucks for his career, honestly, but I think everyone saw it coming when you drafted Daniel Jones and just decided to run run the tread right off of Saquon. Um so Devontae Booker will get the primary reps. Uh he's rostered in 0.6% of league, so your league you're, you're likely has him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and he scored 20 against Dallas' good rush defense. So um he'll be a a serviceable flex running back, running back two option, um, for the next few weeks while uh Saquon uh, is out. Um so we'll see if we can put Saquon numbers, but you know, even if well, he comes even if it comes close and you'll well, still be happy.
1: I have a question. With as big as legs as Saquon has, how do you get injured so easily?
0: Well, I, well hey year on year. Think about I, it's like the third year in a row. Think about a tick. You get too much blood, you pop. <laughs> Saquon's legs are too big. That's what we found that, out. That is advice. Yeah.
1: If you're trying to get strong, don't get too big.
0: There are sometimes you need to skip leg days. If your <laughs> legs look like Saquon's, you're good to skip leg days. <laughs> you yeah. You don't yeah. ever need it again. Yeah. Just, just run. Maybe In fact, if you work them again, they might pop. They might- <laughs> <laughs> you got to take that into consideration. Um, but yeah. Same, with thing, same thing with Christian McCaffrey.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: I mean, there, there's a trend. There's a trend. I'm not, Listen, I'm not saying. You
1: that. want those scrawny running backs. <laughs> like that doesn't matter. Size doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah,
0: correlation doesn't equal causation, but.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Jury's still on that one. Um, we'll get back <laughs> to
0: you next week. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of next week, we will see you next week. Uh, that was a great uh, segue, yeah, by the way. You're Thank not you. on that. <laughs> to to, you intro
1: and close that sort of thing. <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to The Macaulay Cast.